Hello and welcome to the Wonder Baba podcast. My name is Sheena Mitchell. I'm a pharmacist and mum of three. I'm here to chat all about child and family health. I really hope you enjoy the show. This podcast is proudly sponsored by Medicare FemSense, Ireland's newest and most innovative ovulation tracking solution. The Medicare FemSense Smart Temperature Patch is comfortable and discreet and is worn under your arm during your fertile window to measure and confirm ovulation. Women have reported a 93% success rate in detecting ovulation, with over 10,000 pregnancies already recorded. Visit flemingmedical.ie forward slash femsense for more details. Today I'll be speaking with Sinead Fitchin, who's the co-founder of The Perfect Gift Charity, which she started after her gorgeous daughter Grace, who's now seven years old, was born with Down syndrome. First of all, I'd just like to talk for a little minute about what Down syndrome is. Down syndrome is a congenital chromosomal abnormality. It's not an illness or a disease, and it's not anybody's fault. It's just something that happens on a genetic level. A person normally has 23 pairs of chromosomes. 50% come from mom and 50% come from dad. A person with Down syndrome has 47 chromosomes, so they have an extra copy chromosome 21. As a result of this additional chromosome, children with Down syndrome may share certain physical features, but this has no relevance to their development. 95% of children who have Down syndrome have trisomy 21. That means their extra chromosome 21 is in every cell. 3-5% to have translocation Down syndrome. That's to say that the extra chromosome 21 is attached to another chromosome in every cell. 1-2% will have mosaic Down syndrome. This is where some cells contain the extra chromosome 21 and some do not. 47% of children with Down syndrome will have a heart condition. But Down syndrome is not a guarantee of medical problems. In fact, a child's health and activity can be just the same as a child who does not have Down syndrome. There is, of course, a higher incidence of certain health conditions, which can be treated, like thyroid, sight and hearing problems. Children with Down syndrome will likely be slower to reach developmental milestones, but depending on the level of intellectual disability, with the same opportunities and love as other children, they will continue to develop at their own pace and have a high quality of health, happiness and life ahead. I was a mom of four, uh, a nurse, and um, I, yeah, do you know, I, I look back and I think, what was my life like before Grace? I actually, that's a really strange thing. Um, yeah, no, I think I, I, I think my life was only really complete when Grace came along, to be honest. I think all our family feel the same. She completed all of us. But look, I was the same as everybody else. I was busy mom, four kids, working, racing around, doing, you know doing the same as everybody yes. else, I suppose. So how old are all of your children? Okay, well, I had my first, as I said, I've had babies in my 20s, 30s and 40s. So my oldest is Sean, he's 23, almost. And I have twin girls, are almost 20. And a 14-year-old. And then Grace came along. And she's seven. My goodness. Yeah. Big gaps, which is a nice way to spread it out. I did it a different yeah. way and had them all together. And I, yeah. I'm still a bit shell-shook. So I'm, I'm hoping that the, the older crew help you out. 
Yeah, the different dynamic in the house, but it's, uh, yeah. it's, it's wonderful, yeah. You are a nurse. Yeah. So you would have had an awareness of Down syndrome before you had Grace. I, yeah, I did. And I worked in disabilities for years as well. So, right. yeah, I also have a first cousin who has Down syndrome. Anyway, I was quite aware of Down syndrome, I suppose. And even at my age, in my 40s, getting pregnant, I was very aware that, you know, this, okay. this was a possibility. It didn't bother me, put it that way. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, especially I think when you know someone who has Down syndrome, you, yeah. it's, it's that kind of thing that you see the person that they are and yeah. you just want your family to be complete. Yeah. How did you find out or when during your pregnancy or afterwards did you find out I, that Grace? I found out in my pregnancy that Grace would have Down syndrome, yeah. Okay. Um, and we like, my pregnancy wasn't great. It was she had a very poor prognosis. They didn't think that she would survive the pregnancy, but she did. So, um, yeah. So you know, so when she came, then she was even more of a, of a miracle to us that she she survived what they thought she wouldn't survive. You know, heart wise, she had two little tiny holes in her heart, which healed themselves. So she was very healthy. So we were very lucky. I know some parents do end up with cardiac issues and. Severe cardiac issues, I suppose, that would need, you know, surgeries and stuff. But our kids seem to be extremely resilient. They bounce through these, most of them, luckily, and do very well. Yeah, but uh, and actually, so we were lucky with Grace. And that's an interesting point because before speaking to you, I was just reading up about the different heart conditions and the way that, yeah. I suppose, prognosis in general has changed so dramatically over the kind of last 20 years in general, Absolutely. just because of medical advancements. So just because a baby is born with yeah. a congenital heart problem, that's no longer life limiting or not you know, at all. No. No. And no quality no. of life like they can, you know, absolutely repair a lot of issues, which is. Yeah, is also absolutely. Good it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, and years ago, they, they didn't even try really. It was just left, you know, the yeah. Yeah. kids were just was just it was just one of those things, you know, they not in the too distant past that life expectancy was 20s 30s so yeah things have changed changed. for for the better and yeah it's amazing really and that's why I think it's so important that we talk about it because to let people know that it's not the same as it was before and that quality of life and happiness and health are all huge huge factors you know when when you're finding out news that your child has down syndrome so obviously you probably knew a lot of that but I imagine a lot of mums feel they've no real knowledge about Down syndrome. Finding yeah. out that your child has Down syndrome could probably be yeah, and quite I, upsetting. Yeah, and I, it, it's very scary. And I, I think a lot of the way is, is how the news is given to you. And unfortunately, you know, there still is an awful lot of outdated, old-fashioned ideas, even with health professionals, on when you discover, whether it's in pregnancy or after, that your child has Down syndrome. And... You know, they they seem to come in with very a very negative attitude. I mean, I mean, I've talked to so many mums obviously since we started the bath six years ago, and there's very few that have a positive experience when the news is delivered or you know when their baby's born. I thought that's why we started the bath. I was horrified at some of the stories that I heard. Yeah. I mean, even after Grace was born, I remember somebody came to my husband and commiserated with him, out his hand and said, "You know, sorry for your troubles." Type of thing, and you're like, "Oh my god!" So many parents, you know, had said that. Especially having other children at first, you knew the big difference. Where's the balloons? Where's the celebration? People are saying, I'm sorry. The health professionals, you know, and 
I suppose that's that's so damaging because you're looking at your beautiful baby and, and your tiny baby and, and, and life is scary enough without somebody coming in and, and saying, oh, I'm very sorry, as if this is the worst thing in the world, you know? Yeah. Um, and then they start in automatically telling you all the things they won't do in life or all the problems they may have. And I find it funny because, you know, when I had my other kids, they just hand them out and go, there you go. You know, congratulations, off you go. And, you know, I'd love to go back and say, why didn't you tell me about this? And why didn't you tell me? I'd have a 16-year-old going around in his underpants around the kitchen and they'd be going, oh, my God, how did this happen? I know. You know, and the issues, the kids, nobody knows what's down the road. And I have to say, Grace is the easiest child that's come into this house. All my kids have issues of, of different, you know. Natures. Different, yeah. You know, I, I don't know why they, they seem to maybe preparing you for whatever's down the road. But look, down the road is down the road. And I think, I think they need to be able to just say, look, congratulations, you have a beautiful new baby. You know, go home and enjoy it. We may have hospital appointments. We may have whatever. But start on the positive instead of the negative because it's so damaging, so hurtful, yeah. you know. No, that's that's huge. And it's something that you would maybe assume is happening in hospitals. You'd, you'd assume that the positive is given. So it's it's quite sad to hear yeah. that you get that reaction in a healthcare setting. Whatever yeah. about in the community, because I think in the community, when you're sharing your news with people who maybe don't have any medical yeah. knowledge or training, you can almost expect, you know, just out of yeah. the genuine form of ignorance. You can't. Absolutely. I mean, none of us, I didn't know, you know, I didn't know the terms I was supposed to use around Down Center. I, I didn't know. And I worked in the area. So I can understand that. But I'd say the health professionals, I mean, some of the things they say, you know, it's baffling. Okay. It's baffling how they, how they still think this in this day and age when our kids are so amazing and they can achieve anything, you know, they're just amazing kids and they bring so much joy into a home still a lot to change and that's and that's it and it's unfortunate you know because so many of the mums will look back and they'll say you know I wish I hadn't spent my time crying the waste of time dwelling on the on the negative because nobody gives them any positive maybe people should be told that your baby whether they have down syndrome or not especially for the early months you there are no there's nothing different you need to do. You need to go home and yeah. love your baby. And that's and what I used to say. Can I not just enjoy her as a baby? Can I not just go home without all this? Yeah. Do you have to actively go out and get involved with Down Syndrome Ireland? Or is that something that is highlighted? Or are you passed over into their system? I suppose it's a charity. You know, you're given the information on Down Syndrome Ireland, but Down Syndrome Ireland has sort of branches all over the country. And you're kind of told, join one of your local branches, which I did. And I suppose it just depends how active the local branches are. And, and I suppose when I did join our local branch, there was no babies, there was no young children. And that's what I needed. I needed to see babies yeah. or, you know, I needed to see other mums that had babies. And that just didn't didn't happen. I couldn't find any. And I, it was eight months, I think, before I found Rachel had started um, this group, an online group. And it was just for babies. And it was like a saving. It was like, oh my God, at last. I was talking to new mums as well that had babies and were sharing pictures. And it was all positive. It was lovely. And I suppose that's where the, the basket 
came out of myself and Rachel felt things need to change and we need to celebrating our babies. The name of that group um, is Downright Perfect, is that right? Downright Perfect, yeah. And that's yeah. on Facebook? It is, yeah. And that's what Rachel had started. And I mean, it's grown now. It was an older group. And I think as a, a new parent, I mean, obviously as a new parent of any baby, you want to join a parent-toddler group. You don't want to go into a group with adults and <laughs> no. older kids, you know. So okay. so that's where you're being sent. And it's like, no, no, no. Yeah. So at the time, and we'd seen an idea in Canada, they were sending gift baskets out to, to new babies that were born with Down syndrome. I thought it was a lovely idea. So I suppose it was incorporating that. We met up and said, look, is there a way of getting these baskets out as a gift basket to celebrate and say, congratulations, mom but inviting them to the online group and letting them know that there's a lot of new mums out here that are a bit lost too and would love the support. And so that's how it started and it just grew. And that's amazing. So what you're saying is if you are a new mum and you find out that your child has Down syndrome, there isn't really a support network that you're signposted to on leaving the hospital. You really have to go and find oh, you it yourself. you yourself, yeah, okay. yeah. And then Grace was a year old and you already had four children, yet <laughs> you had time to fix the world. I don't know. I can no, barely shower yeah, myself half the days having three young kids. So to Yeah, no, I, I, you know what, I think it was a therapy. We started out and got a few baskets together and, you know, how are we going to do this? And we got it together. Now, today, Rachel looks after the online groups and I, I look after the baskets. I remember delivering the first basket to the baby in Crumlin that we found out through our little group had been born and and it was lovely and the feedback we got from even from the hospital they said look this is a really positive thing it's great and then the feedback we were getting from the parents on the new group saying look oh this is amazing this is just what I needed I need to see other gorgeous babies I need to, to share maybe how you're feeling that maybe your own family or friends just don't really get sometimes yeah and and it was that, and it, it just grew from there. Yeah, I think I don't think we realised. We kind of said, "Look, sure, if we start, maybe I'm in Cavan, if I maybe get a few into Cavan, and you get a few into Dublin, that wouldn't it be great?" How many baskets have you sent out? Approximately, we're nearly we're nearly eight hundred. Oh my god, we're heading towards eight hundred. Yeah, so that's like it's amazing when you think about it. You kind of go, "God, oh really? god. and. Um, All the while parenting Grace. Now, from your Facebook pages or Instagram, I can see that Grace helps you. So I feel like, you know, oh, she, yeah, you're putting her to Grace, good work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she's Grace. Yeah, yeah. And labor. But yeah, no, she, she's generally more of a hindrance than anything. But she enjoys it now. She, she kind of likes to look through. And if I like that, it's gone. I'm going to go, where's that teddy gone? And you'll find it shoved in their bed. And, but yeah. um, no, it's nice. And my, my oldest girls love it as well. They love getting involved. They love delivering to the hospitals. My older son will even do it sometimes if I need, you know, a basket drop to Dublin to a hospital and stuff. Look, it's, it's, it's lovely. I've met amazing people through it. And I suppose the baskets are lovely. We've got some lovely companies in behind us, and you know, initially to help us out. And, and, you know, the families even that got baskets supported us, you know, by doing little fundraisers and so to keep us going. And I suppose it was just seeing people connecting online the younger group and meeting up and families. You know, oh, you know, I didn't even know you lived down the road. You know, this kind of thing. Yeah. And sometimes it's easier to approach people online 
than than it is to say, oh, I know somebody who has a baby with Down syndrome down the road, but I don't really want to knock on their door. Yeah, and everyone is there because they want to engage and they want that support. Just like you said, new baby groups are so, so important. But Mm -hmm. I'd imagine if you have a child with Down syndrome, you want people who have the same maybe developmental challenges or so that you can relate or see what sort of speech and language therapy yeah. or physio or yeah. medical checks. So it's yeah. nice so just what to... do you think of this suggestion? And it's amazing how, as a community, we have so much information to give and, and knowledge behind us of our own experiences. And that's invaluable to a new parent. Absolutely. But also, I think an online group allows as well as much engagement as you want. So I know myself, I would like the pictures and love to see it, but I don't really, I'm not a great one for for engaging, thinking in my head, but I'll never get around to putting it down, you know. But it's lovely that you can have whatever engagement you want online and and the support is there when you need it and if you need it. It's just, you know, I love doing it. I We're actually one of the girls that said to me, I keep doing this forever. And I was like, God, I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I, I love I love new babies. And if there's Down syndrome, all the better. And I think the biggest thing for you that you have achieved is to create positivity in a situation where parents might feel it's not possible. And actually, it should be it should be a given, as you said, it it should be. Congratulations. You have a perfect child. Yes, your child has Down syndrome. But we said earlier, Down syndrome is very much secondary to the person that is there and yeah. the baby that's in front of you like every child and even there you're talking about your older kids and you know it's not like someone hands you over a baby and says there you go uh he's going to be in the house till he's 40 he'll never move yeah. out and that's all ahead of you <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah so yeah it's just Absolutely. it's just nice yeah. not to have such a big burden yeah. and I'm not saying we don't need to be realistic look we all have to be we know that if a child has health issues yes of course we have to deal with them it's not saying oh let's pretend it's not going to be challenges but for now let's focus on your new baby and they're a baby they're they're your child and they're amazing you know and, and celebrate all the positives I do think things are changing. And I mean, even you have to look at advertising. We see kids with Down syndrome everywhere now in advertising, which is fantastic. Yeah. You would never have seen that years ago. So there is a huge amount of work being done and a lot of positive. But I still, when I hear of a a diagnosis being given in in a hospital, so horrific, I think, oh my God, you know. I know. And especially Um, when, you know, many uh, children with Down syndrome will grow up to be involved in a work environment and have full social lives and relationships. You know, the medical side is separate because the same as... Any child, any child can be born with medical issues. Any child can be born with medical issues. Yeah, Yeah. 1% of children without Down syndrome will have the same kind of congenital heart issues. So you're absolutely right. That needs to be something that you deal with as it comes up and enjoying those early days are so, so important. What are the challenges for a child with Down syndrome, in your opinion? Well, I suppose I can speak about grace. Communication is a massive challenge. Her speech isn't great. That started, I mean, I suppose she had hearing issues early on. So we don't know if it's going to stem from that. She doesn't really speak. So she has words. She just kind of chooses not to use them, yeah. you know, because if we, if we delve far, 
she'll she'll tell you the words, but she just she chooses not to use them. So she uses love, which is an amazing tool, which is sign language. Um, she gets by that way. So, so that would be a, ma- a major issue for me. Yeah. Um, and a lot of our kids have the same issues. Where did you learn the sign language, the love? We learned actually through, I think it was Enable Ireland very early on. And they were offering a course and we did it as a family. And we've done we've done numerous courses since. We're involved with the Down Syndrome Centre in North East. We were involved in the setup of that. A group of parents came together to set it up in, in Monaghan because we weren't getting, I suppose, the services from the HSE that we needed. So this was set up. So they won courses as well for families. Grace's teachers went and did the course. So that Grace is in mainstream school here beside us where her siblings went to school. And all the kids are being taught sign language love. Brilliant. which is fine language yeah yeah so um all the kids in school now can communicate with grace so it's that is amazing while it's yeah it is amazing and while it's you know i suppose that is a negative it's also a major positive thing i mean I, some of the families contacted me um, and it was just lovely and they said look our kids are better kids by having grace in their class oh. he said you know we know sign language we they know you know they love her i mean it's, it's amazing how they, they really do. The joy she brings. And yeah, I must have said, you know, our kids are better kids. And it was a lovely message. I didn't really even notice that. I knew him to see. Yeah. And of course, I started crying. I was like, oh my God, look at this message. Yeah. And uh, they're going, you know, and it was just so nice to hear it. But like that, they, they're going home teaching their own parents sign language. Yeah. This is what this means. To be able to communicate with Grace. Medically, Grace is as fit as a fiddle. She's never sick. So in that sense, you know, I was told, oh, she'd be in hospital all the time and you'd be whatever. That wasn't true. For us, anyway, our kids would tend to be chesty, you know, so chest infections and stuff like that. But Grace, luckily, is very, very healthy. So her her biggest issue would be speech. And I suppose a lot of our kids would have issues with mobility. Our kids have low muscle tone and that's part of Down syndrome. Okay. So it takes them longer to walk, so growth motor skills and that. Because obviously a lot of the, the motor skills and even the fine motor skills can be sometimes connected to a delay yeah. in development. Yeah, so so there's a fine line. Is there a physio available in Ireland? Because really it's the same and it's funny hearing you there speak about the importance of inclusivity in a classroom because mm-hmm. I've been speaking a lot about autism recently and actually just the same experience. My own daughter did a podcast there with me recently on her views of autism and it was fascinating. And in, in a similar story to the dad that reached out to you, I know my own children, I feel like they have a lot more empathy. And yeah. in Ireland, I suppose back in the day, there was a tradition of sending children who had any sort of differences away or out of the community yeah. like every everyone has a right to belong within their community and yeah. it's it's so important so there you know with say autism a lot of the supports aren't there and that's kind of yeah. highly covered in yeah. the media it's the same it's the same they're not covered i mean grace has not had a hse appointment through enable ireland from when she was six but she hasn't had an appointment in three years for speech therapy ot physio nothing and this is why, again, we went as a group of parents and started up the Down Syndrome Centre in North East in Carrick, Monaghan, uh, Carrick Across, because of this reason. So I mean, we shouldn't have to do it, but the need was there for early intervention for all of those um, things. So we accessed that through the centre and were in lucky in a, in a position to do that. Yeah. Um, so she would get regular OT, speech therapy, physio, grace, walk. Uh, she was very early. She was 
same as her twin sister, or my twins. They yeah. were about 18 months when they walked. She was about the same. So she, she never really had a need for physio, but she does need OT and speech therapy. But we access that through the centre, which is, is heavily subsidised. And we're very lucky to be in that position because without us, Grace literally has had nothing, no access to services in three years. She hasn't been offered one thing in three years. Just seems to be so, mirrored across every group of children. Oh, it's it's horrific, and you know, I actually I met a mum this morning down at the school, who is was in the doll this week, and she's doing amazing work for her child who has autism, and kind of said, "Look, it's not that I'm not fighting for Grace, and I'm not, and I know I I kind of should be out there, I suppose, but I suppose we are in a position that we we have the centre, and we're very lucky." But not everybody is able to access that, obviously. You, you have know. to understand, though, like it's not on your shoulders. Like this isn't your this isn't your fault that we're not supporting children enough. Like it's really I find that really difficult because I've heard a lot of moms talk about their children who have autism. And obviously now you talking about Grace and other children <laughs> with Down syndrome. And it's not a problem that the parents should have to solve. You shouldn't have to fight so hard for something that is actually a right yeah. to your child. Yeah. And that's, I know. that's, and I, every, everyone I've talked to has some level of guilt or, you know, we're not doing enough. <laughs> I should be out there, but I think, and it's, and it's not that I, I can't fight, that I don't want to fight anymore. I think, look, we set up the centre and it's, it's running and I think it's 80 families now accessing the services, which is amazing for the region. But none of us should have had to do that to no. start with because, and the only reason it's there is because the services weren't being provided. But um, yeah, it's a funny one, isn't it? You do kind of walk away and think, God, I should have been up there at the doll. And the, it's, <laughs> it's really important to know though, because if you think yeah. about it, in a way, for children with any sort of additional need, your time with them is maximum benefit to them and you shouldn't be pulled away from your child to try and fix a government somebody has to do it that's what it takes if people going up to meet ministers and fight yeah and have to do it it's it's an absolute disgrace what's going on at the moment for kids with disabilities it's not at all right and i hope look with this podcast I'll I'll keep shouting on all your behalf yeah. and <laughs> and just trying to explain yeah. because it's it's the same as with autism. I think in general, a mum who has a child who has no additional needs or any sort of disability, they are maybe afraid to talk on subjects because they feel uninformed and unable to speak up for fear of saying something wrong. So I think it's nice just to explain to people the reality in day to day life of everyday conditions so that people don't have that same fear and have informed conversations and maybe raise the lack of services for the children within their community. Because as you you very rightly said earlier, it's to to the detriment of all of our children if we encourage exclusion within our communities so it's so important and I I just I think what you're doing is amazing because it's so positive it's so lovely so before we get too wound up and angry I'm going to ask you (laughs) (laughs) imagine I am a new mum and I come home with my little baby and I found out that they have Down syndrome and I go on to Downright Perfect Facebook page and I meet loads of new mammies and have a lovely parenting group then all of a sudden I receive a hamper. What would be in the perfect gift? 
first, there's, there's a letter saying congratulations. We're, we're delighted your baby is here. Um, it's an amazing support group for when you're ready. And, you know, we need to understand the, the mountain of worry that's out there. But look, it'll all be okay. And, you know, we're here to support you. So, so the letter is kind of, I suppose, there. Yeah. But it's also, I suppose, gifts for the mom and for the baby with some beautiful knitters who donate gorgeous cardigans and blankets. Just, I suppose, luxury gifts for the mum. If we can, I suppose, to get Irish products. Just, it depends, actually. And, and I suppose I've delivered baskets to direct provision into hospitals where, where babies are very, very sick. And then to, to home as well. So each basket is very individual. You know, you're not going to send to one mum things that are, are, are not going to be suitable for, for living in a hospital for the next few months. So they're, they're all individual and that's why, you know, someone said, can you not just make up a load of them and have them all ready? And I go, no, I can't. So <laughs> you know, good. some babies are twins. So, so each basket is different, but basically it's gifts for the mum and for the baby. What is the most useful donation that the Perfect Gift Charity can receive? Is it items for the basket or is it funding? If we have, you know, items for the basket is fantastic because then we can fill the basket and, and they're done. Whereas I find a lot of time we run out of, I suppose, especially over COVID when we haven't approached many companies because you don't like it because I mean, things are so difficult for everybody over COVID. So we kind of have ran out of stuff at the moment. So it was nice to have some funds in the account to be able to go out and buy. It's both. It doesn't take a lot to run. I mean, we're all, well, I'm, you know, we're all volunteers. So it, it doesn't take a lot. So it's product, really. We love to have product. And, and I suppose it's nice for companies to get involved. Companies are so good when we approach them. But I said, that's my daughter's job now. She's just, she's teaching. She's just finished uh, college first year. So I said, right now, you have a job for the next few weeks. Start writing out the companies. And, and you know what? We've always had such a positive response. It's yeah. amazing. I think that's what surprised us first from the beginning when we, we initially put out that call thinking, would anyone support us? And people were like, oh, I love this. This is lovely. Yes. <laughs> you know, this is great. What you're, you kind of go, what you're doing yeah. is amazing. It's so feel good, so positive. It's it's just absolutely enriching yeah. for the heart, for everyone. And everyone can be involved. And I know I'll certainly be reaching out yeah. to some of my suppliers and um, yeah, hopefully know. they can help. <laughs> yeah, I know, hopefully. <laughs> I, said, you know, it's, it's, I have been blown away by the support and that's what keeps you going you think oh this is just but that's it I said when Grace was born I just would have loved to meet up with a mom that, that we could talk about how amazing and gorgeous our babies were together and <laughs> you enjoy know? And them it. just enjoy and them and enjoy them yeah and enjoy and that's what I used to say just let me enjoy her you know and it's a funny one I mean there's still days that I get sad I look at her and you know when she comes home from school and I'd love to be able to, her to tell me how her day went and she can't yeah. You know, and you kind of, oh, but, but she makes up for it then in other ways. I mean, she's an amazing SNA in her school with her who tells me blow to blow what she's been up to and they adore her. And we're so lucky in that sense, you know, and the positives definitely make up for the odd time that you might feel a bit frustrated. Highs and lows come, I suppose, in every, every, every parenting said, journey. You know, yeah. You, yeah. You, you go through it all, as every parent knows, with every child. Things happen at school, things happen in life, health-wise. And that's just the reality. And I suppose that's what, when people look at Grace and you still get it, oh, God, love her, or something like that. You know, you go, no, she's great. She's amazing. Do you want to meet my other kids? Do you want to see your problem? I can show you a problem. You know? That's brilliant. 
Oh, you know, and it's 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 so true. I won't I won't go into talking about my other kids' it, problems. They'll hear I'll you. I'll get them to listen they'll to hear this. You. Yes, they yeah. hear, and they come to the point and they stick in. They go, they go, yeah, mom, we know, okay. So shout but, out, uh, shout out yeah. to the twins. Go tidy your room. That's what I'm hearing. That's yeah, what. yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that older lad. Yeah, he can do a few more deliveries for you. We can we can make a hit list yeah. here. Let's target yeah, them. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, come here. Exactly. Sinead, it's been such an absolute pleasure chatting to you and further educating myself and hopefully some others. And anyone who knows anyone who has some good, useful products can donate to the perfect gift. And for any mums out there who haven't come across the Downright Perfect Facebook page and who have a child with Down syndrome, it sounds like a fabulous mommy group. And support is so important because no matter... Yeah, that's it what your your child is like parenting can be very isolating and it's important yeah. to have good people around you absolutely absolutely thank That's you right. so much Sinead. Not at all. thanks for having me